Welcome to Audacity Works, a podcast inspired by and dedicated to the working artist, the creative entrepreneur, and generally doing the damn thing. This exists on the premise that the world belongs to those who have the audacity to believe that their lives have value. This is for you. Welcome to Audacity Works. I am your host, Rachel Strickland, and this is episode number 52, one year in to this podcast. That's right. It's our birthday. Happy birthday to us. In the spirit of one year in to Audacity Works, I wanted to tell you the things that I've learned after one year creating a podcast weekly. But first, some odds and ends. First and foremost, it's Samhain week. So happy Halloween, everybody. Hope that you have uh, some plans that please you, whatever that is. I know a lot of you are going to be gigging this weekend. It's one of the bigger gig weekends of the year. If you don't have a gig, don't fucking worry about it. Doesn't matter. Just enjoy yourself. I actually have two because I have a gift for overbooking myself. Oops. Um, But no worries. I was able to hire my friends to cover the other gig for me and give them work. And that feels pretty good. You may hear uh, some snarfling in my voice. It is because I have the plague. I've had the plague for a week. It's very irritating. This is like the cartoon version of a cold. Like the amount of sneezing that I'm doing. I don't usually sneeze when I have a cold, but like literally all the time I'm sneezing. So if you don't hear it, which you won't because I'm probably not going to sneeze into the microphone. That's gross. Uh, I, I have felt like a cartoon character for a week. But backing up to Samhain, if you are interested, last year I recorded a whole ass episode about Samhain and its history and ways that you can observe this holiday. And uh, I'm going to link that for you in the show notes. So if you missed it last year, which you probably did because this was a brand new podcast, I'll make sure that that's available to you. If you want to learn a little bit about the history of Samhain, maybe something you didn't know, maybe things you already know, that will be linked in the show notes. So one year in, here are the things that I have learned from starting and continuing a podcast. One of them is something that I already knew, which is podcasts are very easy to begin and very easy to give up on. I had no intention of giving up before I reached the one year mark. It was an experiment. And I thought to myself, okay, self, we're going to talk into a microphone for a year, see if anyone gives a shit. And uh, more importantly, if you still like doing it, after a year, and then we'll make a decision. My decision is, I like it very much. It is helpful and cathartic for me to voice things out loud after being silent for the first 35 years of my life. That's when I learned to talk when I was 35. I'm 41 now, so I've had a little bit of practice, but not as much as some folks. And uh, being able to articulate things out loud is a skill that I learned clearly late in life and one that uh, I I have used in my VIP mentorship uh, courses with people, which is very much individual, very one-on-one. We we create the experience that we want for each person. And most of them, for most of them, there is some 
uh, aspect of learning to use the actual voice because I know how cathartic that was for me. Another thing that I have learned, I always believed that I had a very irritating voice. Apparently, is not true. I didn't know that. I think I think I think that I believed that because my sister often told it to me. You know, she's not terrible. Uh, she's just my sister. And she's like, God, Rachel, ugh, the way you sound. <laughs> and uh, this was particularly relevant to any time I would start singing. Because I had a very, like, and still have a very Disney princess kind of uh, singing voice. Which is not a surprise because those are the songs that I use to teach myself how to sing. To whatever extent I'm able to do that now. But I would walk through my house singing really loud, usually songs from Cinderella. And my sister would be like, oh, God, Rachel, you can't sing. Shut up. Oh, your voice. And I think I just internalized that. I'm like, okay, well, I, I have an annoying voice. That's fine. I don't feel like talking anyway. Um, once again, my sister, not terrible, just a sister. And I'm sure that I tormented her equally. Uh, but as I started uh, recording this podcast in, in the early months, I would get messages from people that I had never heard from before. And they would say, your voice is so soothing. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Seriously? I didn't know. So thank you for telling me. I learned things. You know, I think it's a really valuable thing when you can learn something new about yourself and when you can surprise yourself. And that definitely surprised me. I did not know. Uh, but thank you to all of you who said so to me. It's been a happy little perk all along this year. Number three, I started hearing from people who had been following me for years, either on Instagram or on my email list, which is the thing that I've been uh, invested in uh, for the longest amount of time. And I started hearing from them uh, for the first time. And I ask questions all the time on my email list. That's coming out very soon, by the way. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, Woo Corner is coming out in just a few days. Uh, it, it's already almost finished. It's a banger, but I think all of them are bangers because I love Woo Corner. Uh, so if you want to get on the email list, would love to have you. I like to ask questions. I read every single response. I can't always respond to every response, but I usually do. Like 90% of the time I do. But anyway, just people who had been sort of quietly, you know, in, in my little virtual ecosystem for a long time, uh, started writing to me and just saying, thank you for your work and thank you for the podcast. And I cannot tell you how much that means to me, just so much. Uh, I've said before, this is a very one-way form of creating content. I sit in the lair, in my little teal lair in my office, and I talk into a microphone to myself, and I'm still talking with my hands <laughs> and making all the faces and hoping that there's someone on the other end, and y'all have let me know that there is. Um, so I appreciate that. Thank you for writing. Uh, thank you for being here um, in whatever capacity that you are here. Because without you, what am I doing? Nothing. So this isn't something that I'm learning for the first time, but it is underscoring something that I've understood for a long time and that I've talked about before. 
And that thing is that whatever you do, there are ripples to those things. Any action you take, there are ripples. Often they're invisible and they do affect other people. And those people might never, ever tell you about it. But the effects of the things that we do, the things that we make, and the actions we take go further and deeper than we have any idea about. And I know this because I think about the people that I have followed for years and never said anything to. And I try to make it a point now that I've kind of uh, come to that conclusion to reach out and tell them. Uh, And usually they respond to me. I'm like, oh, right, you're a person too. Uh, One of my favorite examples of this is something that happened to me. I had created uh, a show. It was a duo show with my friend and colleague, Meredith Starnes, who lives in Seattle. We created an aerial show called Icarus, and it was a retelling of the myth of Icarus. We self-funded and crowdfunded uh, and flew down and presented it at the New Orleans Fringe Festival. I believe it was 2012. And it was just me and Meredith and my then paramour, now husband, Sean, a.k.a. Manflesh. We made zero dollars, but I mostly broke even. But we made a show. We performed the show. We performed it several times. Uh, We got good reviews. And we got some bad reviews. It was a very worthy experiment. And then we went home. Meredith went home to Seattle. I went home to San Francisco. Fast forward a decade. Someone writes to me on Instagram saying, Hey, I saw your show Icarus in New Orleans so long ago, and I just wanted to tell you that you are the one that inspired me to start studying circus, like you and Meredith's show, watching Icarus, got me started on this whole path, and now I'm doing this, and now I'm doing this. And he told me that he thought about Icarus all the time, and just remembering the experience of watching it, and I was just dumbfounded. I forwarded the message to Meredith right away, and I was like, look, someone was watching. Someone was listening and someone remembers. Now it would have been worth it without this bit of validation because the work itself has to be worth it like we were talking about last week. But I'm not gonna lie, that felt amazing and it was actually really, uh, I was struck. Um, It was very humbling and it It was just so confirming, like the things that you do have ripples. They are wider and deeper than we can understand. And you might never even know about them. You might never hear, just know that they're there because they are there. So why hear from all these people suddenly when they've been around uh, sometimes for years, but are just now speaking up? Um, I don't know. I didn't ask them, but my guess is that... Uh, the act of creating a podcast and of listening to a podcast is a surprisingly intimate experience. I know when I listen to someone um, over and over again, uh, they're a presence in my life. I feel like they might not know me, but I know a lot about them because they're sharing all these things with me. Also, they're right inside my ear. They're in my head. And that is an act of intimacy. And I think 
that that just invites um it's more of a red carpet like right this way come on in and it's true because anytime I hear from anyone who listens to the podcast it's always just so welcome and it's so good to hear from you all it's a lot more human to hear a voice than it is to read writing you know writing is extremely safe uh, as a way of sharing ideas because it's (laughs) it's the written word and a voice uh, is created by a body. There's no way around the human on the other end of that, one way or the other. And that was a surprise to me. I did not realize that creating a podcast was going to feel like an act of intimacy, but it does. And the ways in which it allows me to not only know myself and my thoughts um, that much more deeply because I'm articulating them out loud, but also knowing all of you better to the to whatever extent you allow me to when you write to me. So onward, if we're moving forward, if you're interested in possibly trying out this brand of content for yourself and you're wondering, well, how would you even get started on doing that? I had a very good teacher. It is Dr. Shante Colefield, the movement maestro, and she has as a free resource an ebook on how to start your podcast because it's not very complicated. And that's something else that I learned. It's actually quite simple. And uh, the whole process seemed very intimidating to me for a long time. I didn't even want to look into it, um, which was such a fallacy because it's extremely simple. And then didn't I feel silly? I'm like, I don't know how long I've been waiting to do this or like thinking about it. And then, no, it's not the time. And then I finally learn how to do it from Shantae's like one little ebook. It's very easy to follow along. And I'm like, oh, okay. I could have done this like totally two years ago, but I didn't. It wasn't time yet anyway. But I will link that to you if you, if you want to hear about it. And I would recommend it to anyone Uh, I will post that link to Shantae's resource, The Movement Maestro. It'll be in the show notes if you're interested. I don't have super fancy equipment. Um, I'm looking at my microphone trying to tell you, like, what kind of microphone is this? I don't know. I don't know. It's a Samson, uh, apparently. has a little tripod on the bottom of it. It's not one of those super fancy ones that, like, floats in front of your face. It's just a microphone and some headphones. I use Audacity, which is a free software, Um, obviously loving the name. Uh, I have used Audacity for a decade and a half to edit my own music uh, and and make sound clips and whatever I needed to make for performance. I find it very easy to use. It's pretty user-friendly and it's free. I love it. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, It's worth noting here that I'm a PC user. Uh, I I don't know what you use uh, on an on an iBook. I don't even know what they're called. Uh, Apple products, not familiar. But the answer to those things is in Shante's book. As a hosting platform, I use Buzzsprout. Um, it's basically idiot-proof, which is what I wanted. Um, very intuitive, very easy to use. Um, I. I knew that I could get cheaper hosting for the podcast, but what I wanted was easy because my time and my mental energy is finite. I don't want to be using those finite resources when I could use a renewable resource 
like five extra bucks a month to cover those things for me. Money is a renewable resource, but my time and energy in a day is not. So that was a personal choice uh, that works well for me. Buzzsprout really like them and they have uh, they introduced uh, an AI assistant thing, which, you know, everyone is now coming out with an AI assistant. And I was like, oh, what the hell? I'll try it out. And what it does is it it uh, it writes a summary for you and it makes chapters according to where the AI sees that you've changed subjects at certain times. It suggests like six different titles for you and it transcribes the entire episode into text. These are all things that I have no interest in going through and doing. So I'm like, okay, AI, take it away. Um, I do edit the descriptions because they're not in my voice. And it's very important to me that um, all of the direct, anything that you read from me that I've written, that's important to me. Sometimes they give me an idea or whatever, but the voice is all wrong. So I do rewrite that. But I use it and I'm like, oh my God, this is some kind of like weird digital witchcraft. Ooh. So for that reason, if you go to the the website for the podcast itself on Buzzsprout, and I'll link that in the show notes as well, you will find full transcripts for at least the last three months. uh, And that's when I started using the AI Assist. I just thought it could be helpful. I thought it could be helpful for a user or a listener to be able to like search through text for a certain word. Like what episode was this? Maybe if I search for this word, now you can. It's on the Buzzsprout website. I will link it in the show notes. So what's coming up next for us in this one tiny little piece of the world that we exist in together? I wanted to get a full year of episodes down before I entertained the notion of having guests on. Now, I'm not going to have a guest every episode. That is just too much work. Not interested. I like the way things are going. However, uh, now that we're a year in, I think having a guest on once a season, um, or so once a quarter, at least four times a year, could be fun. Way to change things up. These will most definitely be longer than our typical 20-minute episodes. Um, But, you know, it's an experiment. Let's try it out. If there's someone that you definitely want to hear from that you would uh, like to listen to a conversation between and specifically why you would like to hear from them would be super helpful. um, You can let me know. You can reach me always on Instagram at Rachel Strickland Creative or on Patreon at Rachel Strickland Creative. And remember, the things that you are doing are having an effect. Those ripples go wider and deeper than we will ever know, ever know. And we don't need to know exactly how far or how deep, just know that they're there. What you do matters. Gotta give a shout out to my patrons, uh, my deeply felt gratitude to you all for making so much possible. We've had a lot going on, as you know, we've had We've won some awards, we've gotten rejected, we've gotten rejected again. So it's like shit sandwiches, but all comes out in the wash and I couldn't do it without you. Literally couldn't do it without you. So thank you so much for making this and so much possible. Go make some ripples, everybody. Happy Halloween. 
go terrify someone. I love you. (laughs) Don't go back to sleep.